and welcome to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Well, good good week, sisters. Good day. Good day, sisters. <laughs> what? How are what? you? <laughs> Sydney's what already offline and we just started. <laughs> I've been working all week, weekend and week. What just happened? <laughs> Did I take a nap and wake up? Well, you only do a voice. I don't mean to be doing. Why am I doing a voice? I don't know. You did an accent. I Are you doing a why. bit? Is this a bit? I didn't mean for it to be a bit. I'm just tired. Good morrow, sisters. <laughs> the for the day. Oh God! Now we're all doing it. I'm sorry. This was my fault. I started it. <sighs> Let's try again. We're just three sisters from West Virginia. <laughs> We're not, we're not fancy like, like our fancy accents. Like our fancy <laughs> accents? Is that how fancy people talk? <laughs> All fancy people are British. You know this. <laughs> they seem fancier than me. I'm wearing my top hat and my monocle. <laughs> That's what... <laughs> That's like how British people wear, obviously. <laughs> they all dress like Mr. Peanut. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Peanut, you sophisticated <laughs> rascal. <laughs> okay. Well, Guys, we got started with the goofs way too early. We didn't even do an intro. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's a, People are here for the goofs. Just keep them coming. This is like, whose line is it anyway? Mm-hmm. Just keep rolling with it. Just say yes. Keep saying yes. Yes. That's the secret to improv. Lean in. <laughs> uh, well, sisters... Um, I think that we've been talking about a lot of silly, kind of goofy, fun stuff like food. Um, <laughs> like silly, goofy, yeah, fun stuff like food. Taylor, I still have yet to see our picture. Yeah, Taylor. Oh, um, I know. Squish and blasters, Radberry squish and blasters, zombie. So and I hope I would uh, like all of you to uh, be here for our biggest announcement yet. Uh, we have created our own business. Oh, that's true. Riley, uh, Riley created a business created, for us. I created a business for us. <laughs> it's, it's teen trends, but teen is with threes instead of E's. And trends has two E's and four Z's. Yeah. Wait, it, trends has two E's? So right. it's sort of like trends. <laughs> okay, that's not trends at all then. That's a whole other word. Wait, now I got to see how I spelled it. <laughs> it doesn't exist. You did. I, I didn't critique the number of E's, but I did critique teen Z's. <laughs> You did critique my Z's. I, I only did. put two at first, and you told me to add more. More Z's. <laughs> it has to be more extreme. I feel like I feel like there's somewhere at like I don't know at MTV or somewhere like that where there was someone who was like I don't know what are teens in like how do we make things look cool how do we make things look like the kids would like them someone's like more Z's put more Z's <laughs> on it it is it is the most extreme of all letters except for maybe the X I, I was don't gonna know. say X extreme. what's a cooler letter an X or a Z you you, you tell us out there world <laughs> I don't know we need a poll <laughs> to get poll X or Z. <laughs> Uh, Riley, do you remember when you were little and we used to, so Justin and I used to take Riley out on like adventures when she was little, do things like uh, sledding or like we'd take you to theme parks or whatever. And we would try to get you to do something by telling you that it was extreme and we wanted you to be extreme. Yeah. You'd say it's so extreme (laughs) and you have to be extreme. Little baby Riley would go down like sledding going extreme. Extreme. That was like when you tried to get me to ride that terrifying roller coaster at King's Island where you lay on your back, but then it flips over so you're on your stomach and you're facing the ground the whole time. You got to do it. It's extreme. It's extreme. You'll be so extreme. So I got on it and I was like barely tall enough to be on it. And I was like, extreme. I thought the whole time, oh, if she falls off, mom's going to kill me. (laughs) 
<laughs> I rode it just a few weeks ago. It's still just as terrifying. Uh, I remember when we rode the rock and roller coaster. I reached. Want to go straight up? The, do you remember that I reached back and had my hand on you the whole time? No, that wasn't the rock and roller coaster. That was the Aerosmith themed one. Where's the that Aerosmith? Is the rock, no, that is the rock and roller coaster. That's at Disney World. Yeah, or at MG, well, MGM. Well, Hollywood. Disney Hollywood yeah. Studios is what it's called now. Yeah, there was like, and yeah, I remember I had my dark. hand back on Riley the whole time because I thought she, I don't know what I thought I was going to do. Like, I can't let her fall out. Because <laughs> it's dark the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant the one at Universal, the Rip and Rocket roller coaster that goes straight up and down. No, I didn't ride that. I did. Extreme. Extreme. Is it, that's the, the one word I, I think about when I see the two of you. Just extreme sisters. Hey, <laughs> hey now. I try to be extreme. I don't. Not anymore. <laughs> Most of the time, if I'm not at work, I don't wear a bra. How do you like that? Deal with the extreme. world. Extreme! <laughs> that's so very extreme. I had Froyo for breakfast. Am I extreme? Extreme! <laughs> yeah! I made a smoothie that has fruit and vegetables in it for breakfast. Does that make me extreme? Uh, no, I don't. Mm. I can't give you an extreme, extreme for that. Smoothie. No, no, no. It's pretty tasty. Keep working on it, though, Rilo. You're still young. You've got time. <laughs> uh, we thought we should talk about something. I don't want to say more serious. Not necessarily more serious, but a little more. Um, I don't know. Emotional. 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 Because, you know, all us teens are just so emotional. You are. Yeah. You're just overwrought with emotion at, at all times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about breakups. Oh. I feel like there needs to be sad music there. Breakups. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a song? That's a song I wrote about breakups. <laughs> breakups. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Well, we'll work on the harmony later. It's pretty good, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to lay it down in the studio later and see how it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> breakups are hard yo they are hard yo. to do <laughs> that's true um uh, i i know that i went through uh, i don't know that i went through an abnormally large number of breaks but like my fair share like i had my fair share okay of breakups. so like by the time you were my age how many did you have both of you hmm. uh, by the time i was 15 well, going on 16 pretty much 16. 16 yeah well do we count like kindergarten too that's what I was going to say, because if we don't, if we're, if we're only counting real relationships, I had zero. Yeah, I didn't have boyfriends in elementary school, like kindergarten boyfriends. I did. I've <laughs> had one ever. And that was I, two years ago. I had had like year. five or six, I want to say. Oh my, wow. Sydney. Well, but but you're, like, counting, you're counting the kindergarten stuff. Yeah, I'm counting like, okay. yeah, like my yeah. first. Because okay, I had a couple of those them. too, and I definitely tried to uh, obtain significant others in elementary school <laughs> obtain significant others <laughs> yes maybe that's why you didn't have any <laughs> yeah i mean that probably you <laughs> that, walked that into, brace combo right there you walked into your first state kindergarten dress like mr peanut with your monocle <laughs> and your top hat okay and you said i'm trying to obtain a significant other. other you walked up to the teacher excuse me ma'am oh. No, you know How what? does one go about obtaining a significant <laughs> other? The, the thing is, this is funny, but I think the way that I actually at least once went about it is so much more embarrassing and awful than that goof. <laughs> what? Okay, well, what did you do? Yeah, um, I, know we're about, I know this is about breaking up, but what? What was this? Well, this is rejection, is so I think I think that I think that counts. Yeah. That's a yeah. fair game. Yeah. Um, it was a, a, a little boy from the neighborhood that would come down and jump on our trampoline. 
And uh, that was pretty much the gist of our friendship, you know, bouncing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, he was down. We were we were jumping, and um, I I decided I could no longer hold back. That I needed to, I needed to let him know that I thought I he was. I can't fight this feeling anymore. No, oh my God, no, that's insane that you. I burst into song. <laughs> no, that song. No. How did you know? No, no, I you kid didn't. you not. I did, and this wasn't some like crazy reaction. Like, what do I do? What do I do? Are you a speed wagon? Like, this is something <laughs> I, I thought about. <laughs> I I mulled over it, and I decided in like my eight year old mind that the best thing I could do to win this young man's affection is to burst into song while on the trampoline, and and sing Are you a speed wagons? I can't fight this feeling. How did that go? <laughs> What? Okay, first of all, how old were you? I mean, this is a movie. This was got, it had to be like eight or nine, and and so he was Perfect. eight or nine as well. Yes, yes. And uh, how, how did he? How did this eight or nine year old boy take this? Well, when I finished, I think he uh, he complimented me on my singing voice, <laughs> and then we went back to bouncing. <laughs> never spoken of again <laughs> that was it maybe you didn't make your expression of your feelings clear enough maybe that is, he just thought that you is really an emotive that expressive song. song maybe he just thought you really wanted to sing that song <laughs> did you say no 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 really listen to the lyrics just listen to the lyrics <laughs> oh tay that's rough i know right i don't think i ever got much better <laughs> than that. Um, I, I was a disney kid you know that's if you have a feeling you sing so uh that's what i thought you did you were uh, just waiting for like your backup singers or like maybe the animals yeah. around to like and then join I thought in. He was going to join in at some point, and then there was going to be a coordinated dance of some kind. <laughs> <laughs> How did you think you were going to learn that dance? I don't know. I, <laughs> I was young and impulsive and in love. I wasn't thinking things through. Uh, most I see when I think about like my early early like. I don't want to say relationship. Don't that, say relationship. I was going to say, that's like too big a word to put on like, I sat next to this kid in lunch for three weeks, you know. Yeah. Um, but most of the time I feel like they just kind of like end, like they just stop. They don't like, fin- like they don't, they just stop happening. Like you're sitting with a kid at lunch and then you're not. Yeah. You know, and and it's like, Maybe whoever whoever has become uh, no longer enamored with the relationship is the f- one who like sits somewhere else at lunch first, and then the other one's like kind of confused, and then that's a marker of like how cool you've become at that age. Like, do you walk over and go, "Hey, why hey. Are you, you're sitting at the wrong. You're supposed to be. Why aren't you with me? Oh, okay, bye. Oh, bye. Like uh. maybe maybe you hope you're cool enough to go. Oh, I get, okay, I get it. I'm not gonna say anything. Like we'll just. We'll move on. Yeah. We'll go our separate ways now and move on to fourth grade <laughs> as I, two people. I, <laughs> we'll consciously uncouple into fourth grade. <laughs> I was sitting here thinking about Taylor's story, and I wasn't really listening to most of what you're saying because I was trying to think of. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to think. <laughs> that makes for good podcasting too, Ryla. Thanks. But what you said, I didn't hear. <laughs> Here's the deal. Uh, okay, so like I was sitting here. This, this is going to be worth it. I think this is this is a great story um i was sitting here thinking about taylor's story trying to think if i've ever done anything like that or known anyone who did anything like that and when i was in like second grade uh mom taught a dance to a bunch of like high school age girls at their dance studio did the song bleeding love by Mm -hmm. liana lewis i remember this and i was at my friend's pool and there was a boy there also 
it was just the boy and his sister and me and my friend whose pool we were at. And I got out of the pool when this song came on on the radio, Bleeding Love, and I did the dance to Bleeding Love. (laughs) (laughs) A poolside poolside solo dance piece you performed? (laughs) This is sort of a brain disease that runs in the family? What's going on with us? I don't think I ever did anything well, like I this. Well, I didn't think I had either, and then I remembered. I think I blocked oh, out that man. memory. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, welcome to the club. <laughs> I do remember, as embarrassing as this is, we were at the uh, public pool that we used to hang out, uh, Garden Farms. Taylor, remember that? Mm-hmm. And uh, one summer, and there was a guy I had a crush on who used to hang out there, too, and he, they had, he had pizza... <laughs> And I didn't. And I was sitting there talking to him. And I was really that wanted, most of the attraction right there? I wanted, no, I wish. I wanted pizza and he was like messing with me. And he was like, yeah, if you run a lap all the way around the pool, I'll let you have a piece of pizza. And I thought, oh, he likes me. He's teasing me. So I ran a lap all the way around the pool to get a piece of pizza. <laughs> but he didn't like Did he me. give it to you? Yeah, he gave me the pizza, but like not a kiss, not oh, a mooch. That's, uh, I mean, come on. <laughs> P- pizza over mooches any day, right? Yeah, that's fair. I'll take the. I mean, the pizza yeah. was a, in retrospect, the pizza was the better deal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why though. At the moment, I thought he must really like me. Like he's teasing. He's me. telling me to run a lap around the pool. <laughs> <laughs> he's really, really feeling me to share his greasy public pool pizza with me. <laughs> I know. This is real. This is a real moment that we're having. <laughs> this is the story we'll tell our children. <laughs> <laughs> one time your dad this was not justin this was not to, <laughs> justin did uh i still say reject me i don't think i've told this story on this show before no but i know this story uh, I, I you know this story and i i'm sure i have mentioned this before on sawbones probably probably but, uh justin and i dated when you know like you do when i was like 12 and he was like 13 mm-hmm. 13 or 14 and we like spent this summer talking and hanging out at each other's houses, uh, watching Space Ghosts together and playing Monopoly on the computer. And <laughs> cool, <laughs> yeah. And we were super, super digging each other. And uh, then he vanished. Uh, we used to call each other like every day. And then I called his house and there was no answer. Oh. And I didn't get a call back. And so I called his house the next day and there was no answer. And I didn't get a call back. Uh oh. And so I waited and I waited and two weeks passed and I was heartbroken and I I mean I was devastated and like I had all my I had three girlfriends, I had three friends who came over and like you know, did the like usual like gathered around me and were like, He's a jerk, you're yeah. better than that. He yeah. if he doesn't like you and he won't take your phone calls, you're better than that. And mm. so I swore I would never speak to him again. And then he calls me two weeks later and uh I'm very icy. Uh, yes. What did you want? <laughs> He's like, uh, I've been at church camp for two weeks. <laughs> and I was like, and you didn't tell me? And you just left? Well, yeah. And so then I remember I put him on the phone with my friend, which is like what the ultimate, that's the ultimate thing to do yeah. when you're a teenager and you can't handle what's happening. Right. Mm. And I was like, here. And sh- my friend was like, listen, Sydney is moving on. Okay. Bye. Oh I man, know. it was rough. But he broke—he broke my heart. Like he, going to he church was, camp. He was—he went to church camp though. He didn't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. You know what? T- w- when you're a teenager, two weeks feels like 
all of time. That's true. You know, if you're two weeks, if you have a, think about that, Riley, think about that right now in your teenage brain. Okay. <laughs> if you have a guy that you're talking to every day and you're like mm-hmm. really feeling it, you're like really into this. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he vanishes on you for two weeks. That two weeks is going to feel like a really long time, right? I guess I've just never been that into anybody where I was like, oh, this is torture. Oh. Just kind of like, I guess it'll be two weeks where I just don't have to worry about like doing anything or going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I don't even know how to connect to that. I felt that way about every relationship. It was always like, the one. That's the difference between you and me. You got really (laughs) attached when you were like 10 years old. That was uh, that was one of my biggest heartbreaks. You also had like six boyfriends by the time you were my age, and I had one. I I fell in love a lot. You and fell out. in love. <laughs> I don't know as much as you fall in love when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, All those breakups. I well, I would say that uh, I had a, a breakup with a guy that I'd say the one that hurt the most was. A guy who I was dating in high school and we were in a show together and there were all these rumors that he was, I don't want to even say like cheating on me, but like flirting a lot with this other girl in the show. And I didn't believe it. And then like he, uh, he walked me to my car in the parking lot after school. I was driving by then and he walked me to my car and he was like listen like the te- the whole like mm-hmm. you know emo boy thing like i just i think that you and i are just you know we're just different people and like i don't know what i want right now and i've just yeah. got to figure me it's not you it's me oh, i no. just got to i got to figure some stuff out and like you're just amazing and i'm not Ooh. ready to handle you <laughs> all that stuff and i was like no really like i was crying like no i'll work with you <laughs> i'll get you there it's fine <laughs> It's I'll cool. tone down how awesome I am. I can do it. I can do it. It's fun. I will totally. I will totally compromise myself. It's cool. No problem. <laughs> and uh, awesome. and he was like, "No, really. I just think it's best for both of us. We'll just like take a break, go our separate ways. You know." Go away. <laughs> I was so sad. I sobbed. Did so, you try like, singing to him? I I didn't try singing to <laughs> him. That, I wa- you know? like. Like, and we, it was even like a, like I hugged him and I told him to like think about it and like I'd miss him and like I wasn't going to stop the way I felt. All that, all that crap. And then the next day at school, who do I see walking down the hallway holding hands? No. Uh, Were you still on the show with them? Oh, yeah. See, that same thing happened to me. <laughs> oh, that Aww. sucks. Last, last year. Do you want to share? I mean, I had a boyfriend and then he, he broke my heart. But we were still on the show together. And then, like, two days later, rehearsal, everyone said he had a new girlfriend. And it was the assistant director. And I was like, well, maybe he didn't like me because she's a director and I'm just I'm just a dancer. <laughs> he was looking for some upward mobility. <laughs> he was looking for some upward <laughs> He was trying to get a bigger part next time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How did he break up with you? Over text. Oh, over text. Is that acceptable text. in your generation? It's not for me. I don't know how other people feel about it, but that is not how I work. Were there emojis involved? No. Yep. Well, like, how long was this? Was the text just like, I break up with you? No. At first... At <laughs> Hashtag first, broken up. <laughs> at first, he was just kind of being, like, weird. And he was like, you know, I feel like we were closer, like, when we weren't dating. And I was like, well, that makes no sense, because that's the opposite of how dating works. <laughs> and... um 
he was like you know i just you know i just i don't know i feel weird i feel different like that kind of like emo boy teenage thing i feel weird like i've got a and i was bug. like well uh okay i'm sorry and he was like i just i think we need to uh I think we need to spend some time apart. I was like, oh, God, okay. <laughs> and I was with two friends at the time on our way back from rehearsal. Like, I'd just seen him, like, 20 minutes earlier. And uh, they were like, give me the phone. I'm going to write something to him. So one of my friends took the phone and wrote something to him. And that was the, uh, that was the last time we talked. <laughs> Man. Oh, Rilo. Saw him the next night, though, at rehearsal. Didn't, doesn't know what he's missing. I guess he doesn't. No. That's on him. <laughs> That was mm. it. Well, uh, sisters, before we move any further, because I want to hear, I want us to talk a little bit more about technology and breakups. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds very, technology and breakups. <laughs> brought, Part two. Brought to you by the Smurl Sisters 3. Um, before we do that, uh, we've got a new feature on Still Buffering. Yeah. Uh, we're going to call it the group. The gr- the group text. The group message? The group, group message. So. I'm sorry. Group, group message, message is what the kids call it? Uh, yeah, I, I, okay. We're going to call it the group message. Yeah. So, Riley, <laughs> that's what we're going to call it. Yeah. Like, I, I came up with it, but now that I hear you say it, I'm, I don't know if I like it. Well, maybe I'm so the way I'm saying it. It's the group message. It's the GM. Oh, there you go. There it is. Riley, tell us what's happening on the GM this week. So, uh, today we have our first jumbotron message which is a personal message for allison sturkin hi and allison hi allison hey. thank you um and it says oh god i hope you listen to still buffering <laughs> i forgot to ask happy belated birthday <laughs> i hope you listen to allison uh, and that is from kj oh well happy birthday allison happy belated birthday hope yeah. you're out there i yeah. hope you listen not, though won't hold no. it against you and kj why don't you just like send, send allison a link a linker room yeah. to the show. Yeah. Check it out. Especially this episode. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it was all for naught, really. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have another uh, message this week. Uh, this is actually uh, what we'd like you to do is listen to the Nerd Chat podcast. So, sisters, can I tell you about the Nerd Chat tell podcast? Tell me about the Nerd oh, Chat. that sounds right in my alley. Okay. Two sibling nerds. So one less sibling nerd than us, but still yeah. pretty cool. Well, I mean, I'm not a nerd, so it's about right. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down and chat about anything and everything nerdy. Mayor and Presley believe that any passion can make you a nerd and that you should always be proud of those things that make you a nerd. Listen every week as we explore things familiar and foreign to them. Check us out wherever you find podcasts and new episodes come out every Tuesday. Just like our show. And they say, bye, nerds. I don't know if they're talking to us. Bye, nerds. Or to... <laughs> You listeners. Oh, obviously I'm assuming not talking us. to me. Maybe maybe I was supposed to, to me say and that Taylor. to you too. Okay. Aww. So listen Bye listen nerds. to the Nerd Chat podcast. If you like us, that sounds right up your alley. Yeah. So back all right. to Is that it? That's it. That's all <laughs> I got. Uh, back to technology <clears throat> and breakups. So I would say that back in the day, mm-hmm. if you were gonna like give somebody a proper send off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it'd be a balloon and battery involved. If you were going to take a bottle of champagne, smash it against your former <laughs> boyfriend or girlfriend, and send them on their Kiss way, send them off to sea, <laughs> Viking funeral. You, you should do it in person. Worst case scenario, you do it over the phone. Yeah, um, wor- that's the worst case. Like 
at least you have a conversation that because then at least you don't have to like look at each other, but you have like a conversation is, are you telling me that like, is it the norm now to text to text? Apparently for jerks, it's the norm. Ooh. What other like forms of, of, of new technology can you use to break up with someone? Can you like gram a breakup? Instagram it? Yeah. Like just tag them in it, you know, and it's just I like you I've with the sad face. I've never seen do that before. I guess he could. Hey, I won't break up with you. <laughs> or like you, just, you just change your <laughs> status on Facebook to single and then tag them in the post. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's brutal. <laughs> oh, that's even worse. <laughs> And plus, they'd never know because none of you kids use Facebook no, anymore. It's true. What about FaceTime? Can you FaceTime a breakup? Yeah. Is that, you know, would a FaceTime breakup be better or worse than a phone call That's or a text? Saying. Where would that fall on that scale of yeah. well, crappy I mean, things like to do? It's like a face conversation, except you're not there with them. But also really awkward because it's like, well, I'm just going to hang up now. <laughs> yeah. You just hit the button. Yeah. And then you're like, then your face is frozen on the screen for a second before it like clicks off. So you can like make a sad face to leave them with like, "Mm, I'm sorry. Or a face that's like, (laughs) wait, if you're the one breaking up with them? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say if it's the other way around, you're the one being broken up with. You can be like, bye. Like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like, is that the best you got? (laughs) Bye. Like, see what you're missing. Like flip your hair. Oh, Oh, Or flip them off. Yeah, that too. Oh, well, don't do that. Flip your hair and flip them off. Can you, I mean, can is Snapchat applicable here? <laughs> I can't imagine anyone using Snapchat for a breakup. Can you YouTube a breakup? Ooh. YouTubers YouTube, they're, well, not like the breakup actually happening, but like after it's happened, like if like they both do YouTube and they've done videos together. Oh. And they're like, guys, we broke up. And like, it's re- usually a video, like one on one's channel one on the other's channel is just of them crying and explaining what happened that's i'm, I'm not gonna say <laughs> funny that's very that's i it's think it's funny. funny it's the, very funny it's this it's an extension of like so when i went through breakups when i was younger i wouldn't make a youtube video about it because there was no youtube uh i but i would like go to my diary i would turn on like sad music and then go to my journal or, or my diary mm. and write like Oh, they're really like I would sit there and think about it. It wasn't just like write what happened. It was like, how do I want this to sound mm-hmm. and write like this very emo entry in my journal about mm-hmm. like this great love that has ended or someone who I thought was someone and they weren't the person I thought they were or whatever. It's the same thing. You're just doing it out loud on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I had live journal at my disposal, I think, for my first worst breakups. And that was I would never keep it private. So it always came with that like thought that if they want to know how I feel about this, they can find it on the internet. And of course, you always believe that they've read the things that you wrote. <laughs> oh yeah, well that's that's why yeah. that's why you're putting it there. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Mm. Does it count as a breakup? <laughs> I don't know if it counts. As Probably a- not already, but keep going. <laughs> I don't know if it counts as a relationship. But this is kind of like this. This hurt me, little Riley, when I was in like third grade. Oh, uh, little Riley. There was a boy. I had a Halloween party, and I don't know why he brought me a present, but he brought me a little box of tiny earrings, and I liked him. But then he wouldn't talk to me after that <laughs> at school, <laughs> and we sat next to each other in class. I don't 
know if that's as much of a breakup. It's I like remember a, it hurting. Because now, I mean, he goes to my high school. We've talked recently. I mean, he has a girlfriend now. Have you brought hey. up the earrings? Yeah. Have you confronted him about I tried this betrayal? To, <laughs> but I just feel weird because he has a girlfriend now. So it's like, well, hmm. I shall wait. <laughs> Do you remember that time? When you great. gave me like a little box of earrings? <laughs> And you put like a heart on the box, like you drew a heart on the box. Do you remember that? That that would be the height of like a, like a like a totally crazy thing to do. Like I'm just wondering now, like what did that mean? <laughs> I've been thinking about it for all these years. I still years. have them. <laughs> what did it mean? <laughs> I actually don't still have them, um, but that would be very weird. I would not do that. <laughs> That's the opposite no, I would, of what that, I would do. See, if I'm going to give you some advice, it'd be don't do that. <laughs> Uh, mm. the, the problem is that when you're younger, you don't, you're kind of like testing out all of the way you interact with other people, like what's appropriate social interaction. And so we end up doing a lot of dumb things to each other and hurting each other. But it's because we're sometimes it's malicious, but most of the time it's not. And most of the time it's just cluelessness. Yeah. Like you just don't. I mean, it was like when Justin didn't call me for two weeks, he just was clueless. Yeah. I you remember uh, one of my, I guess maybe my earliest breakup was, was one of those like, not really a breakup, but you just do something that sends a pretty clear message socially. Like, uh, I, this young young man, probably like fifth grade, mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, yeah, because we still had the uh, the skate parties. So it was fifth grade, and I was his girlfriend. He'd asked me to be his girlfriend. And then at the skating parties that we had, like the school would do one, like one every semester or something, you know? There's always a couple skate. Yep, I yeah. remember that the, well. The disco ball would come down, the lights would get low. You'd skate holding hands with somebody and I couldn't really skate so that was really the only one I could skate on because someone would be holding my hand <laughs> I am right there with this was my oh. experience too Tay I never yeah. could skate so I was just dragged around the rink by a guy yeah. I liked yeah but he uh he, he grabbed another young lady's hand on the couple skate oh and I just oh. stood on the hey. sideline with my skates on oh that's yeah. a sick burn <laughs> probably like a boys to men song playing you know <laughs> And so we've come to the end of the road. So hard. Speaking of, speaking of songs. Such a, I wish I had a picture of you, of you little Tay, standing there holding your skates on the side of the ring. That would be, that should be in like a teen movie or something. That's like should a perfect be. shot. Um, yeah. Speaking of music, what did you all listen to? Oh, after gosh. After a tough breakup. Hmm. So there were a lot of great breakup songs. Yeah. Um, one one musical artist that I think Riley, I would be shocked if you've heard of, was named Jan Arden. Nope. <laughs> and she was popular back in my day, and she had a hit song called "Insensitive," which was about dating somebody who was, mm-hmm. you know, insensitive. Okay. <laughs> and how so? Because they were insensitive, they broke her heart. And I remember listening to that song a lot and feeling it very strongly, like mm-hmm. singing along and like getting like, oh, this is me. Mm-hmm. Jan gets me. And it's, <laughs> it's hysterical. Jan gets me. <laughs> Jan gets me. Because the line in it, like the chorus, her, her like big, because this is a breakup song. So in a breakup song, if you're like trying to, it, it's not like, a, oh, I'm so sad. I'm so broken song. Because you can have those breakup songs. It's one of those like, you're a jerk breakup songs. Like, here's the deal you were wrong mm-hmm. one of those kind of breakup songs and the big her big point is uh i thought that you might have some advice to give on how to be insensitive, insensitive. 
Which is not like a big mm, zinger, Jan. No. I'm sorry, Jan, I love you. That's not like a great, like, you it's got a sick burn. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> it's like you were mildly inconsiderate sometimes. Oh. <laughs> She doesn't even say that. She says, I thought you might have some advice to give. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know if you know anything about, uh, like being like, you know, not like not sensitive, but just in case you do, like, I thought you might be someone who would have like some advice. That's the most passive aggressive breakup song. I think there is, but I used to think that was like, gosh, I am feeling this chick. She mm-hmm. gets me. Is that, was that your level of feeling at that point? Gosh. <laughs> like we, we had Alanis Morissette at our disposal. Well. You ought to know. Like, come on. There's, there are feelings. Although, and I don't know, you know this rumor said that that's who that song is about. I think that's true. About the, about Dave Coulier. Yeah. Joe Gladstone. Uncle Joey. You yeah. ought to know, Ranger Joe. <laughs> the, you know what the thing was about You Ought to Know is that it's such a great song and it's such a, it's such like a perfect, like you screwed me over and now I'm going to tell, I'm going to write an amazing song and tell everybody in the world about how you screwed me over. It's such a great song. I think I knew even as a teenager, like this is a little above my level. (laughs) I love this, but I know I haven't been through what, what Alanis has been through. Like Alanis is on a whole other level of heartbreak and anger that I am not yet able to reach. I'll get there someday. It was like, it was like something, it was a goal. Someday I'll reach that level of, of feminine rage, but I'm not there yet. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I think I think when I would get heartbroken, I, I, I would sometimes allow myself the sad songs, but I like the mad ones more. Like the Donna's had a really good one. I didn't like you anyway. Biff yeah, Naked had just a moment of weakness. You know, that's the thing. Like you put those on, you, you, you cry, but you also like scream the lyrics and feel empowered. See, that was probably a better way to go with breakup songs. Yeah, I have to agree. Those are the ones I like more. Yeah. What, what are some? Do you have some modern touch points for us, Riley? Um, ooh, what about? I would actually. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. No. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna I've say I know that up. Miley Cyrus. She's got that Wrecking Ball song. Yeah. That's a great um, one, right? Is oh, that a, a breakup song? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Came in like a wrecking ball. I didn't know that was a breakup song. It never hits a what about Shake It Off by Taylor Swift? Is that a breakup song? That's to the haters. Oh. I thought that was to all the boys. Taylor Swift no, does ha- have a lot of breakup songs, though. So. Oh. She, yeah. um, so Apple Music makes playlists that you can download so you don't have to go through the time. <laughs> of them. So you don't make your own breakup. So you don't that have to is, make them? Oh, right. Okay. I want to know about these songs, but Riley, I'm going to tell you uh-huh. after we're done with this. No, but I have my own. Okay, good. Thank yeah. goodness. I was going to say, you've got to make your own breakup playlist because it's got to, otherwise it can't touch you the way it needs to. No, that's no, that's one have- of the few things you get when you've been dumped. It's like, well, at least I get to spend like three days making a playlist. <laughs> I have my own, but I'm not going to share it. I'll share with you the ones that are from Apple Music. Oh, come um, on. Mine's just a lot of mine's just a lot of show tunes. Um, That's okay. It's so, got, does it have Without You on it from Rent? Oh, you maybe. know it does. Yeah, it does. That was one of mine, too. Um, so I have one that's modern breakup songs and one that's breakup songs to make you dance. Which one do you want to hear first? Breakup songs to make you dance? Because these are like like uh, like the ones that you were talking about, Taylor. Uh, like, yeah. Uh, you know Elastic Heart by Sia? This That's is a, a great pre-made song. Apple, oh, yeah, Apple yeah. Music playlist. How to Be a Heartbreaker by uh, Marina and the Diamonds. Um, Unwritten by Natasha Bedingfield. I bet you all have heard that song. Yeah, I've... You've heard, I've that, heard that song. That. I don't know that that's something That's I would a listen to while I was... breakup song. I guess. Um, hmm. 
Lips Are Moving by Megan Trainer. I, I like that. I like that. I know okay. you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson is my personal favorite. <laughs> Since You've Been Gone. That's a good you can one. Just scream it. Can yeah. I tell you? Yes, you can. Kelly Clarkson, <laughs> I have. I have. Uh, not because, I mean, like, since that song's been out, you got to understand, it's been a long time since I've been through a breakup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> since, since that song's been out, I've been in a fairly steady relationship, you might say. And yeah. uh, Kelly Clarkson has the key to my heart, guys. She really, like, she unlocks it every time. Her song. That songs, used to be your, your ringtone. <laughs> that you used did. to be your ringtone. Since thank God. I love that song. I love Kelly Clarkson. I love <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Okay. There it is. Okay. This is my heartbeat song, and I'm. I love Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> so long, I forgot how to turn it up, 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 up. And this is derailed entirely. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, the last one on here is "Part of Me" by Katy Perry, and then on modern breakup songs, which a few of these aren't modern. This is a this is another pre-made Apple playlist. Um, I don't listen to all of them, but I do listen to "Cry Me a River" by Justin Timberlake. It's a good song. Um, let's see. "We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together" by Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. It's oh, that's very a good clearly one. Yeah. a breakup song. Yeah. Uh, "When I Was Your Man" by Bruno Mars. <clears throat> "Somebody That I Used to Know" by I don't know how to say that. That's a band name. I don't know how to say it, but "Somebody That I Used to Know." You've heard that song. I've heard that song. Um, "Jar of Hearts" by Christina Perry. That is a weird song. It is. That is a weird song because um, I've heard that song. It's not a bad song, but it is about a jar of hearts. Yeah, but like metaphorical. <laughs> yeah, but it does. I mean, it's not clear. And like, that's not like a, that. Like, <laughs> wait, that's wait, a, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> that's a weird metaphor, wait, too. Wait, it's not clear that it's a jar <laughs> is, of hearts? I don't know this song. What is happening to the jar of hearts? Or is it about making, Who do you uh, think collecting you are running around hearts? leaving scars, collecting your jar of hearts, tearing love apart? collecting your jar of hearts but that's obviously a metaphor no but that's not but that's not not what if it's like a cool song about like a serial killer (laughs) (laughs) but like that's not a thing it's not like like, you're like oh you know he's one of those guys who just collects his jar of hearts but like he's a thing a heart jar (laughs) it's a real jerk who who dates girls to break up with them so he goes around like gets their heart when someone says like your says like your heart is my, my heart is yours gets your heart and he <laughs> takes it and he puts it in a jar is, is this some sort jar. of goblin like once you speak the words <laughs> i own your heart <laughs> this is the this is the sequel to rumpelstiltskin i think this is I a bumpy say, episode <laughs> <laughs> i know i've always had a no, problem it actually with that is. wait i remember the first time i heard it i was like did, was he, did she just say jar of heart <laughs> I have a problem with that. Um, I have to <laughs> it say, is a touch. My favorite one on here is one I used to sing along to, but the Glee version when I was real little, like third grade. Um, Take a Bow by Rihanna. Oh, you, know, yeah. you know what that song yeah. is. Because yeah. you put on quite a show. You know that song? Yeah. I think so. Really have me going. Yeah. Yeah. I like that song. That, that's, that's a good favorite song. I'm, here. I'm with you. And since you've been gone, I was on, confused by the Mac- Madonna song. Take a that's bow. what that's the scene. Was like, yeah, I know that. That's not Rihanna. <laughs> yeah, like is that what we're talking about? The same song here? No, I'm talking about the Rihanna one. Yeah. But is it is it a cover of Ma- the Madonna song? Or are they two separate songs? I don't know the Madonna one. Oh, with Ooh. the bullfighter in the music video. You know, Riley, the music video to the Madonna song. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know what that I is. I just let it go. It's fine. 
But <laughs> since you've been gone, it's on that playlist again. I think that's a very popular breakup song. That's a great. It is my play- favorite. That's a great breakup song. It's my favorite. But yeah, those are my those are my uh, pre curated Apple playlists. Th- th- those are solid picks. Um, we didn't mention. I think one of our classic breakup songs was probably "Don't Speak." Oh yeah. Don't because speak. Yeah, I, I, I like the the Natalie and Birdlia "Torn." I think that was a that was an age appropriate one for me. You rocked that song. Yeah. I remember you listened to that uh, song. Oh yeah. You put that on your playlist. On your yeah. teens of the I old did, playlist. I did. Um, there was also, I remember, one. I was looking back through different songs from that time period, and I think a more empowering one was Never Gonna Get It by Invoke. Hmm. I know that one. Never gonna get it, never gonna get it, never gonna get it. That's a song that I was like, yeah, that's right. I know that one. Not this time. Not this time. Oh, that's it. You hear all that attitude? I will say one yes. of the ones on my on my show tunes breakup playlist is still hurting from the last five years. That's a good one if you haven't that listened to it. That is a good it. one. It's a sad one. It's mm. not it's not an empowering one. But uh, I sang Without You from Rent, which is also a great such a good one. breakup on playlist. Song. Yeah, uh, with with my with my then boyfriend. Mm. For pre-show, mm-hmm. <laughs> the outdoor theater productions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this what? Then I was going to say, but then you broke up. <laughs> then we broke up. <sighs> it was so intense. We broke up. This I think this is a very teen problem because you don't see this in adult life. We broke up right before prom. Uh, so who was I planning on going to prom with? Your boyfriend, right? And who was he planning on going to prom with? Not you, I guess. Well, uh, no, Oops. me. Like, we were planning on, but it's not just, you know, it's never just you two. It's like the friends, right? Like, mm-hmm. at that age, it's like all the friends are involved. So we had a whole group going to prom. We had dinner reservations. We yeah, had, you had like, that set number for dinner reservations. We had how we were getting there and the whole thing. And, like, I still wanted to go, and he still wanted to go, but we had broken up, so we went with each other anyway. I think that is something uh, that only happens awkward. when you're younger. You know, like, as an adult, you would never be like, well, we just got divorced, but we're still going to go to this dinner together. <laughs> have a beach vacation planned <laughs> yeah yeah so we're just gonna spend it together um but we we went together and which is the worst thing you can do as a teenager because then like all those emotions and hormones and like you're at prom and i was dressed like what i thought was a very princess bride looking it was very buttercup inspired mm-hmm. ensemble <laughs> i felt very romantic and so we had that moment where we're like, we should get back together. Mm. But you didn't, did you? And then the sun came up the next day and I went, no, I remember why we broke up to begin with. I guess that was like better than what could have happened though, because I feel like now at least if if it was a relationship like that and it was a guy and a girl because you were dating a, a boy, mm-hmm. um, I feel like it would be easier for a boy to get a date that fast than a girl. <laughs> right? Like, don't you agree? Do you mean because guys get to ask still? Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I think guys you're are right. The ones it's, doing the asking. I've never seen it, a guy ask. I've never seen one. I'm sure it's happened, but a girl has said no. It's it's really unfair that we still have this stigma. Like, and I'm sure this is not true everywhere, but like here, I think you still have that expectation that guys are supposed to ask mm-hmm. you. Yeah, which is yeah. crap. Because like whoever had, wants to ask whoever to whatever can that can do that. We had a Sadie Hawkins <laughs> dance in middle school, which is where the girls Sadie Hawkins. To, it's where the girls supposed to ask the guy, right? Yeah, mm, but yep. that's so like. It wasn't called Sadie Hawkins. Was it a sock hop? It was called like a snow. It was called like a snowball dance. We did have sock hops. But the girls were supposed to ask the boys, and the boys still asked the girls. I don't like that at all. I was. I didn't go. I don't like that brand of chauvinism. (laughs) 
or any for as long as we're counting <laughs> is there a good one no i, re- I reject all brands mm. equally you are not a jar <laughs> <laughs> labels are for jars guys i'm not a jar <laughs> i don't know if i've mentioned that on the show before i, just I like feel like you definitely have. yeah no i definitely have but I do think, like, you know, as far as, like, thinking about the, the timing of a breakup is if you're the one doing the break-upping is a good thing to consider, you know? Like, maybe maybe you could have waited till after prom for that. Yeah. Have that, that one magic night. That would have been a good... Or uh, far enough ahead know. of time Should so you, you have adequate time to find dates. I once had uh, a, a young man break up with me uh, in college in my junior year. It was It was, like, around October, and I'd mentioned that I'd bought a Christmas present super early for one of you guys. And then that proceeded to him breaking up with me. And it was spawned from the fear that I would buy him Christmas presents that then he would feel really bad because he knew he would at least break up with me before Christmas. I kind of appreciated that. (laughs) I mean, like, oh, my heart. But also, thank you for thinking of my budget. You know, I heard of people at my high school doing that, either waiting to date someone until after Valentine's Day or Christmas or a holiday so they don't have to buy them anything or breaking up with them right before if they're already dating them so they don't have to buy them anything. That's sort of like that Ben Fold song, Song for the Dumped, where he talks about, I wish I hadn't bought you dinner before you dumped me on the front porch. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's I've got my, my birthday is in January, so you've got Christmas on one side and Valentine's Day on the other. It's so weird. I, I never seem to have significant others in in those months. <laughs> so weird. Now, Tay, you have rules for breakups, right? Well, I, I, I started thinking about these as we were talking about this. Like, if you're going to be the one doing the dumping, I think you have to you have to at least have considerations. There's some rules you should follow for like the person that you're going to be breaking up with. For the dumpy. For the dumpy. If <laughs> you're the dumper, <laughs> these are some rules to follow. Like, like I think, you know, uh, one thing that I uh, always get super bummed about is when I lose stuff to a breakup. Yeah. Because uh, I, I have a very big comic book collection and I inevitably loan out comics to whoever I'm dating. Like, you should read these. I think I've lost four uh Preacher and Transmetropolitan trade paperback number ones to four different relationships. <laughs> That's just wrong. And, you know, if I was the one that broke up with them, then like maybe I would kind of feel like, well, that was fair. But I was the one that was dumped in all of those situations. So I don't think that's exactly right. <laughs> I think it would have been well within your rights to say, that's all well and good. Give me my comic book back. Yeah, yeah. I lost my entire season two of American Horror Story on DVD. Oh. I don't have that anymore. I mean, now it's on Netflix, I guess, but still, I had a DVD. All right, I don't know who all you who all you exes are, but Taylor wants her comic books back. <laughs> Riley wants her DVDs back. I do want my DVDs. No, I mean at this point, this it's is a, your chance. <laughs> I think this is on me. Like, I, or maybe I, like I should have learned by now. You know, you gotta. Yeah. What, let's. What's a What's a good way to say this? Collections before affections. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> don't give your stuff away until you got a ring on your finger or something. <laughs> it's like part of my gallery you can read my comic books i will you say, didn't take anything else away from this episode <laughs> collections before that's i say i think that's a fair point it was a big step i remember the day that justin and i reorganized all of our bookshelves um so that they would make more sense and we could fit all our books in them and it involved mixing our books and i remember mm. that moment being like no turning back now <laughs> 
Our books are all mixed up now. That's what no turning back is for Sydney. <laughs> That's what it, it's a moment. Our, our, we have a whole house full of books and I don't even remember whose was whose anymore. So. Well, and that's so that's definitely a rule. Like if you're, but, but it's tricky because you need to bring the stuff that you, you have of theirs to the location you're going to be doing the dumping at, but you also can't have them see it like right away. <laughs> hey Tay, is that? Uh, oh no! Why do you have a? Oh, hold on. <laughs> that box has X's stuff on it <laughs> with a sad face. I guess the only other way you could you could do that is like don't even say anything just bring it so it's clearly marked just throw it down wherever you're going and then run off and then run away like ring ding dong ditch like leave it on their front porch ring the doorbell and run maybe drop it in the mail a few days before (laughs) so they get it like when they get home from the breakup well at least i got my stuff back i totally i had a friend that that happened to like he showed up at a cafe to to meet his girlfriend and she just had his stuff sitting there and it was like well here's the thing (laughs) oh Oh, no out in public yeah then that's and see i don't like how do you feel about like it should it be at at there i think you have to be on their territory like i live in new york we are many boroughs if 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 you live in Harlem and I live in Brooklyn and you're breaking up with me, you better do it in Brooklyn, preferably yeah. off of my train. Well, exactly, because you don't want to send the poor person crying out in public back home. Yeah. Oh. What's more embarrassing than that? Like, have the decency to do it at their apartment so that then you take off and let them cry there. No. I, I got dumped once at a bar in Midtown, which is just oh. like, the, like two trains away. And also I was at a bar, which is just like... <laughs> Which (laughs) which does leave something to be said for the over the phone breakup. The biggest breakup I ever had. I know. I was forced to do over the phone because I was incapable of doing it in person um, time and time again. And I, uh, I, I did something that I think there's a term for now. You guys can tell me. I kind of vanished for several days. I, uh, I am ashamed to admit it was a long relationship. I, I turned my phone off and disappeared for like three days. And when I finally reappeared on the map and answered my phone, he said, I guess this is over, huh? And I said, Mm. yeah. Yeah. And that was the, that was like the biggest, that was my last and final breakup before, you know, Justin and I reconnected. So, man, I feel bad about that. I did that wrong. I did. I did a bad. You did, I did a, bad. a bad job. You did a bad. I could have could have done that way better. Yeah. See, I've only ever been dumped once over the phone, but it was in a long distance relationship, so it kind of made sense. Like yeah. you know, you really couldn't have waited around for that. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know how. Because I, I. But I've thought both ways of this. As somebody like, if I was dumped over the phone, but I was in the safety of my own house, you know, like maybe maybe that's maybe that's better. Not that bad actually. I don't know. I don't know. I I'm, I can't say anything because I was uh, I was the dumper, so I don't want to say that I was right. But ghosting is never okay. I think we can no. all agree on that. So ghosting, I guess, is just like disappearing, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think there is sort of a stipulation on that because I think people get accused of it, like like somebody like you. I don't know. You go on like one date with somebody and then you don't get back to them. I does that is that still ghosting or is that a pretty clear like eh, it wasn't it wasn't any good for me. Okay, so, like, you go on one date with them, but, like, they never, like, can you, and you text them and they never answer, or, like, you call them and they never answer? Yeah. Or they never call you or text you? Is that still crappy? That's still crappy, That's isn't still it? That's still crappy. Yeah, I've done that. I, I feel like <laughs> even if you just go on one date with someone, you should still have the decency to be like, hey, I had a good time, but I just don't think this is going to work out. No, you're right. You're right. You know? 
Yeah. Man, that's rough. No, you know, that sounds good and you're right. It'd be nice if we could all say that, but like getting those words to come out of your mouth is so hard. Yeah. Mm. You know, to look at somebody and say like, I know you're into this, but I'm not. So bad. Because it feels, because you're not passing judgment on a person. You're passing judgment on like, if this relationship between the two of you will exist and be good. And what you're saying is probably not. Mm -hmm. But that person is probably going to have a relationship with somebody else. It's going to be great for both people. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, and that's, I it's think, hard to separate that. Yeah. Like the language that you use does really matter because when you, you mentioned earlier, like the it's not, it's not you, it's me kind of stuff is the <laughs> yeah. worst because what you're doing is you're leaving like this little bit of hope like, well, wait, if it's not me, if you still think I'm awesome, but you're just going through something, then <laughs> I'll help you get there. We'll figure it out. Like, I think it's kind of a cruel to be kind situation, you know? Like, I think it's kind of like, nope, this is definitely not going to work and I'm pretty sure about this and that's that by like this impossible as that is to do like that's kind of the best thing you can do for somebody is just be very much like this is over here is your stuff and i think they're, they're, your train yeah, is that way your stuff <laughs> we are in a convenient location adjacent to your house maybe no you anytime i i i yeah maybe I you could get them in like a, like an uber waiting <laughs> i called you an uber <laughs> like an just uber pulls up and you're standing there like what's the oh they're a little faster than i Anyway, what I was about to say is this is done. <laughs> I don't want to get the charge for making them wait, so we can wrap this up. Just real quick, uh, lose my number. Bye. Hey. Here's your stuff. Throw it in the car after them. Riley, is there a series of emojis you can use to break up with someone? <laughs> um, I thought about this. You should never do this. <laughs> but, but if there was one, but if what there would was, you do? I thought about it. They have all the couple emojis, which uh-huh. are two people, two girls, two boys, a guy, and a girl, either way. Uh, next to each other with a heart in the Mm -hmm. middle you put that that's you all before you put the broken heart emoji in the middle and then you put an individual of each member of the relationship okay so it's like like a math equation of heartbreak (laughs) yeah yeah which is nice because if somebody sent me that as a way of saying like i'm gonna break up with you i would both (laughs) i would simultaneously understand like you're breaking up with me and then also this is for the best (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> this clearly was not a good situation I was in, <laughs> so I'm okay with it now. Like, yeah, I think that's, that's yeah. Like once again for the stipulation, like if you know you're gonna break up with someone, maybe look really bad that day. <laughs> like, maybe oh, there you go, so they don't feel so bad about it. <laughs> yeah, like look, you look like grossest. Make it easy for them. Don't brush right? your teeth. <laughs> right, like they do in that episode of Friends. Do they do that when Rachel's friend? giving Barry okay. back his engagement ring, and someone's telling her how to i think ross is telling her how to do it and ross is like you can't look too good so you gotta look bad so she wears like baggy clothes but then like he's still looking good when she gets there so she like while he's out of the room like takes off her jacket and ties up her hair and you know makes herself look better you know you know what i'm talking about i know what you're talking about i'm with you so that was that helpful riley (laughs) i mean kinda i guess i know what music to listen to now well, and if I can, you know, have my, my very, a very special message for a minute of seriousness, like, I think I got, I would consistently get pretty hurt and pretty hung up after breakups until I realized something very simple. And that's that you don't want to be with anybody that's not super excited to be with you. Yeah. So, you know, and it's like, it's kind of just one of those mantras you stick in your brain and say over and over again, but it gets you there. It that, That's exactly right. Because I will tell you, Riley, the, uh, I don't even, I hate to use the word love because what is love, guys? I don't know. <laughs>
mean, like, okay, this is good. Don't hurt me. IEDs is the word love. But the, the way that you fall in and out of whatever you want to call it when you're a teenager, like, do it as many times as you can. It's amazing. It's wonderful. And then it's awful. And then it's wonderful again. And then it's awful. And, like, it, that's you're supposed to feel that way. It's great. It's great. Because every time a relationship ends, that's just that door opens for that next one that you just, like, you get that desperate, like, I can't, I can't stay away from this person. I want to see him every second. I want to talk to him every second. I want to talk to everybody else about them. I want all of my everything to be about this person, which is, like, not realistic forever. That's not how real life like partnerships work you know justin and i don't spend all day like you know i'm not at work like trying to provide medical care to the sick going can i tell you about how cute my husband is (laughs) can i tell you i feel like you've done that before though i mean i do it occasionally but you know i do like my business too (laughs) so like that's the real world it's like you do your business too but you know when you're a teenager you can get consumed by it and that's okay every now and then to let yourself be consumed by it and then wake back up and go whoa whoa hang on what was that (laughs) crazy i do think that you're right like that you you get closer and closer to figuring out what you do like and what you do work with i mean that's a you that you have to get to know before you you know what to do with it you only get that through other relationships exactly you gotta you gotta kiss a lot of frogs (laughs) (laughs) bye everybody Hey, and I will say, and, and I'm in a super new relationship, but we did meet at karaoke, so bursting into song eventually worked for me. <laughs> there, there is something to be said for that. Uh, <laughs> Justin, this is a little off-collar. Justin, one of the first things he did, sorry, Riley, in advance, Ooh. was take me to an open mic night when we first started going out, when we met again in college. When we first started going out, he took me to an open mic night. He stood up in front of everybody at this open mic night. And played his guitar and sang a song he wrote that was called Big Donker. (laughs) (laughs) And I fell in love with that man. I married him. I've been married 10 years. I have have given birth to his child. That was it. Okay, everybody. Th- and this that's is, a love that was story. the winning. So Riley, you keep doing your poolside solo dance routine. <laughs> Someday, some young m- gentleman or ladies is going to dance right back at you, and you're so, going to be there, and you're going to know. You're right. There you go. <laughs> it works. Th- this has been so buffering. <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> I need to go back to my bed. <laughs> Whenever we need to end an episode, we just say Big Donker. <laughs> and we're done. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I'm not even going to let Sydney do it this time. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, thank you for all of us on our Facebook page. If you want to join it, it's still buffering. It's a closed group. I'll let you in. If you want to tweet at us, it's at still buff. If you want to send us emails with questions or comments or suggestions, it is still buffering at maximumfun.org. Uh, if you want to review us on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. And uh, thank you to Maximum Fun for being our host network of amazing podcasts. And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby, You Change Your Mind. <laughs> this has been So Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney Mackerel. <laughs> I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. And I was too.
Hey guys, this is Adam Conover. You may know me from my true TV show, Adam Ruins Everything. Well, guess what? Now we're doing a podcast version right here on Maximum Fun. What we do is we take all the interesting, fascinating experts that we talk to for just a couple minutes on the show, and we sit with them for an entire podcast, really going deep and getting into the fascinating details of their work. Find Adam Ruins Everything wherever you get your podcasts or at MaximumFun.org. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.